uh, one of you posted yesterday about probiotics. So in the probiotics, what we're after there in the product is actually the bacteria, right? That's in the product. So whether that would be Yakult, yogurt, or any other products. And what we're after there, aside from the sugars, is for a resource competition or competitive exclusion in the microbes. In this case, the bacteria. And in this world, whether it's among the human society, uh, we are actually here and one is dislodged from a place because of competition, because of resources competition. If you really think about it, like, bakit dyan nakatayo yung bahay nyo, hindi dun sa, it's not down the road. Because another one has already set up their house there, so you cannot put up your house there. So you have to put it in this present location, you know, things like that. And even in the microbiome, even in plants, they have what they call uh, competitive exclusion. So one species of bacteria is removed or could not set up uh, residence in an area because of another bacteria that's, that has already occupied that. And so these resources could be nutritional, so it could be food, or it could be space resources. And in humans, they have actually uh, seen already that lactobacillus can bind and latch to uh, the villi cells no? and some epithelial cells. And it actually produces specific exterior glycoproteins that would prevent subsequent attachment of potential pathogens, such as and including E. coli and salmonella. So that's why uh, lactos lactobacilli is very popular you know, to maintain that gut um, health in humans. And this has been translated and uh, also applied in dogs. Another thing also is that these probiotics uh, produce extracellular polysaccharides, or EPS is how they call it. And there is actually a lot of researches already on probiotics, you know, among animals, not just dogs, but also in um, chicken and pigs. And they've actually seen that the gut health of these animals are much improved when being given probiotics. Okay, so... I hope that sets it up. And of course, you can um, search online for this other uh, literature on the probiotics and other animals. Okay, so the, probably then you'll ask the question, Doc, okay, I want to give probiotics to the animals. When am I supposed to give it? So there are three uh, different school of thought, schools of thought on that. 
And one is they give probiotics three days before an antibiotic regimen. So for three days, okay, they give the probiotic and then uh, they give the antibiotic. Then you think, hey, won't they cancel each other out? So then there's the other uh, school of thought wherein you give it three days before and during the antibiotic regimen. But when you're going to give the antibiotic and probiotic you know, on the same day, you have to give it at different times of the day. Such so that probably you'll give the probiotics in the morning and the antibiotic uh, lunchtime, you know, and then uh, eight hours later is the other antibiotic. Or you can give, you can space it out and give the probiotics lunchtime and then you'll have breakfast and dinner time for the antibiotic. And again, that is not to cancel them out. Now, the third school of thought on the giving probiotics is to give it for three days after antibiotic regimen. Okay. And again, the action that is being thought there is for resource, resource competition. Okay. Oh, and there's a fourth one. You give it three days before and three days after antibiotic regimen. But then again, remember, in cases of acute diarrhea, it is best to rule out causes that are easily dealt with. And we've mentioned time and again, parasites. Okay. Another also that you would have to rule out would be change in diet, like the frequency, the type of diet is being given. And then, of course, the one that we mentioned yesterday, the viral infection. Okay. Questions?